Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. Despite her modern tourist hotels, her up-to-date army, and her sophisticated position among world powers, Egypt remains an ancient land wrapped in mystery. The visitor today still thinks of Egypt in terms of the dynasties of the pharaohs. That is the lure of a people who believed so thoroughly in immortality that all of life was geared to enjoying what was to come. Egypt the land of the living dead. So scary, Hank. The first total eclipse I've ever seen. After that stark, blinding sunlight, it, it's unbelievable. That we're sitting here in total darkness. Once in a lifetime. It doesn't happen to many people who are lucky. I wonder. drama, A Handful of Dust, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Paul Hecht and Terry Keene. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Tonight we're eating something new. Oh, boy. No. Olay. It's new hamburger helper tamale pie. Tamale pie. And it turns plain hamburger from okay to olay. tomato sauce, zesty seasoning, and an authentic cornmeal topping that's delicious in any language. This Christmas, surprise your favorite homemaker with some qualified household help. A Hoover convertible upright vacuum from True Value Hardware Stores. Hi, Pat Summerall to tell you it beats as it sweeps as it cleans to remove embedded dirt and adjust to all carpet heights. Complete with headlight and toolkit, it's just $89.99. Or give the Hoover Celebrity 4 Powerhead Canister model with a separate motor in the nozzle for extra power and deep cleaning. See all the Hoover products at participating True Value hardware stores and home centers where you'll find values in every department. Entertaining? Let the Chef's Kitchen a Jewel cater to your crowd this holiday season. Casual or elegant, we have a spread to suit your style. Choose hot and saucy meatballs, platters brimming with fresh, crispy relishes, mellow meats and cheeses, even giant submarine sandwiches, all prepared to your order. No muss, no fuss, just lots of good eating. Ordering's as easy as picking up your phone. Or stop by Chef's Kitchen for a complete party food brochure. And pick up some Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, and Mountain Dew while you're at Jewel. Through Thursday, eight 16-ounce bottles are just $1.29 plus deposit. Be sure to look for the Mattel rebate form at the Pepsi display. Just in time for the holidays, you can get up to $20 back on special Mattel electronic games with the rebate form from Jewel. For savings on Mattel electronic games, a great buy on Pepsi, and wonderful party foods, this year, make Jewel your holiday headquarters. of the Nile is dominated on either side by the outline of the pyramids, the Sphinx, the great valleys of the kings and queens, the fabulous remains of the great temples, Karnak, Luxor, Esna, Abu Simbal. The names are a roll of muffled drums that celebrate the belief of a people that the true life was after death, that the body could be preserved for all eternity, that like the god Osiris, Man, too, could rise from the grave. Or woman. On you, Ankhotep, who thought to deny me the glory of the afterlife, my undying curse. And from my living tomb, threefold be the curse on the woman Neshtari, who stole you from me. Cheated of her death, 
down through the ages, I will wait for my revenge on her daughter till the end of time. Uh, did I get your name right, uh, Miss uh, Kamen? It's Kamen. C-A-M-M-O-N. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I had it uh, K-A-M-E-N. I'm sorry about that. Uh, what, what, uh, what shall I call you? You could try Nesh. Uh, is, is that your first name? You better believe it. What is it? A finish? No, just a nickname. My name's Vanessa, but the family shortened it to Nesh. I kind of got stuck with it. Okay, Nesh. What's your name? No, just plain Hank. Hank what? Theodore. Dr. Conrad? Theodore's son? Yeah, I guess I'll have to plead guilty on that. Not so plain Hank after all. So your mother's that smashing-looking Egyptian princess, Marsha? Uh, no, no, not a princess, and not my mother. She's my father's second wife. I thought she looked a little young. For my father? Uh, no, for you. I mean, to be your mother. You know what I meant. Never mind, I'm still impressed. By Marsha? How can anyone that young and lovely looking be an archaeologist? Well, you seem to have the bug. You're not bad looking. Oh, I'm just a little volunteer digger. That's another thing I'm impressed by. How come you were sent to pick up a nobody like me? Well, I just happened to be in Cairo. Dad asked me to pick up a whole bunch of you. I didn't know the rest would get bumped. Oh, the group will be here on the next plane. They couldn't get out of Kennedy. Or the others, I mean. I was just lucky. Are we going straight to the dig? Well, we were supposed to, but I guess now I'd better tread water till the rest of your contingent wafts in. I guess I'd better find you a place for the night. Uh, be heavy on money? Are you kidding? I'm on a shoestring. Well, there's Dad's apartment and keys of it. I'd be bunking in there, too. Well, maybe I could find a youth hostel. Uh, it'd be easier if you were with me. And once I pick up the rest of the group, we got to load up this old Land Rover and make tracks. It's a good 300 miles to the dig site. You've got a roommate. But it's only fair to tell you, I'm a karate black belt. Okay. Listen, while we're waiting for the rest of the gang, you've got to take me sightseeing. Uh, listen, let me let me check that out with Dan. Huh? If, if he okays my hanging around for the others, you have a guide. You? Oh, yes, Marsha. Where have you been? There was a call for me in the radio phone. Hank from Cairo. Oh, anything wrong? No, not really. The volunteer diggers got split up. Some of them won't arrive till tomorrow. He wanted to know if we, if we should wait for them. What did you tell him? Why not? No sense wasting the gas and the time and an extra trip. It's a waste of time to bring them here at all. Now, now, don't let's start that again, Marsha. I have to, Conrad, for your sake. For my sake? Darling, it's your health I'm thinking about. You're overdoing. You haven't got the strength to waste on a hopeless cause like this. I wish you didn't feel called on to keep bringing up the difference in our ages. You know that's not what I mean. Well, I know only that I'm an old man with a young wife. And I'm afraid no matter how I try to fight it... A guilty conscience. Conrad, darling, I thought we had all that out before we got married. You are all the man I ever want. Or need. Then don't try to undermine me. I don't, sweetheart. Never. Except for that one thing. What? Your heart. Oh, for heaven's sake, am I never to be allowed to forget that silly little attack? Oh, let's stop all this, Marsha. I prefer not to discuss it. Conrad, please. Let me have the courage to tell you what all your little yes-men won't. For once, you've backed a loser. You're chasing an empty dream. You're not going to find Mercegret's tomb. It's an illusion. That is one bet I'd like to take. What makes you so sure? She's only a legend. Probably never existed. Oh, no, I'm convinced she did, Marcia. And you won't change my mind. I'm totally sure that in this valley... We are sooner or later going to exhume the tomb of the legendary Mercegret. Selim doesn't agree. Oh, Selim's a bumbling bureaucrat. Oh, that's not fair. He's very well thought of in the government. No matter how much equipment you bring in from America, it cannot dig through those sifting sands. You can never find the Mestaba of Mercegret. 
or any other of the Egyptian royalty, even if their tombs existed. I can try. I know that Mercegitz does. How? I just know. But what purpose would it serve if you found it? If the legend is believed that she was buried without a single artifact and tombed alive with none of her household possessions, her jewels, what is the point of searching for her? I feel that until I have discovered the secret of this, this, this enigma, I cannot rest. Enigma? Marcia, what dreadful act could a pharaoh's queen have committed that caused her to be buried alive? And against every belief of the Egyptians, stripped of everything, so that even in death she could find no place in the afterworld. What do you expect to find? I don't expect I... I know, somehow... But the secret's to be revealed to me. And I will never rest until it is. Salem? Ah, yes, Marshal. Did you talk to him? Of course. And? He is determined to continue. Come here, come here. To the entrance of the tomb, out of the wind. We can't talk here without being overheard. That tomb must never be found again. I know, but this has become an obsession. He must him. be stopped. How? Certainly, so there could be no suspicion that it was anything but accident. You would best know how. Why me? You are his wife. He, uh, he has a bad heart, does he not? The doctors have warned him to be extremely careful. Uh, if only Allah willed him another heart attack. That could be arranged. An overdose of his medicine could easily kill him. Then so be it. Not so fast, my brother. Suppose there were an autopsy. We can guard against that. How? Incapacitate him enough with the medicine so I can drag him to the catacombs. I will arrange his death there to look like an accident, trust me. Very well. Tonight. No, no, no. His son might be back by then. This afternoon. Does he take his medicine after lunch? Yes, but these things are better done after dark. It will seem more logical and real by day. And besides, Allah favors us with dark by then. Pitch black. Don't you remember? The eclipse. Then after lunch. Yes. Maybe the eclipse is a sign. The Sphinx. Hank, I can't believe I'm looking at her. It, it's the strangest feeling. All this, I... I'm not seeing this for the first time. It's as if I've been here before. Deja vu. Maybe you've just done too much reading on the subject. I haven't done all that much. Okay, take the pyramids, for instance. I'm really a geologist, but I'm assisting my father, one of the world's foremost archaeologists. I should say Egyptologists, but do you think I could have told you who built the third pyramid? Menkora. He was the son of... Shuffling. Good. Who was the son of Cheops, old Cheops' grandson. But who remembers his name outside of the guides, except you? I, I do sort of have total recall, but it, it's not there. I, I feel kind of steeped in Egyptian history. And it isn't that I've read very much. It's, I don't know how to explain it. Hey, you don't have to. It's as if all this, all this stuff, even though it's, it's three, four thousand years ago, it... It's just sitting under this hot, blazing sun about to to hatch and come alive again. Don't you get kind of a, a buzz out of it? Uh, not usually, but with you around. Yeah, I, I gotta admit, today is kind of funny. Like, things were standing still for a moment, waiting for something to happen. Yeah? The shadows. Don't you see them? Yeah, clouds across the sky or something. Well, there aren't any clouds today. Of course, I'd, I'd forgotten. There's, there's an eclipse. Oh. No, no, no! Don't, don't look at the sun. Uh, here, here, take my glasses. <gasps> there is a shadow, a crescent, spitting out of one side of it. Oh, here, 
your glasses so you can see. No, it's okay. I, I've got another pair in the rover. Uh, let's get back to it so we can watch the whole thing. It's so scary, Hank. Yeah. The first total eclipse I've ever seen. After all that, that stark, blinding sunlight, it, it's unbelievable that we're sitting here in total darkness. Once in a lifetime. Doesn't happen to so many people. We're lucky. I wonder. Hank, there's something evil about to happen. Or that's happened. What's that? No, it's okay. It's just the radio phone. Uh, Hank Theodore here. Yeah? What? How? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm on my way. I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. It's something terrible. What is it, Hank? It's, it's my father. He's dead. He had a heart attack. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get back there. I'll, um, I, I'll drop you off somewhere. Couldn't I just go with you? I, I, I might be able to help you somewhere. Uh, okay, okay, if, if you want to. It's your vacation. You've got a right to do anything you want to do with it. It isn't a right. It's what I have to do. I, I don't know why. And the Prince of Darkness, Set, will draw his veil across the light of Amun-Ra. And I, Mercy Gret, will rise again to live out my turn. Again to wreak my curse upon the daughter of Neshtari, whoever she may be, to the last and final generation. of the sun, a curse not centuries old, but measured in three millennia, a fair beginning for a story as stunning and eye-blinding as the reflection of the blazing sun from the white sands. Osiris, the mighty and all-powerful sun god, is all-powerful, except in those moments when he is cast in shadow. In an eclipse, one tragedy has already struck, but how often is the sun found in eclipse? I shall return shortly with Act Two. Taking a laxative? Yeah, traveling throws my system off. But so can a laxative. Not Metamucil. That's Metamucil? Metamucil instant mix in little packets. Oh. Easy to take along. And easy on your system. Because Metamucil is made from natural fiber with no chemical stimulants, more doctors recommend Metamucil for really gentle relief. I like that orange flavor. Mm -hmm, me too. Easy to take. If not nature, Metamucil. Read label and follow directions. When I was a kid, Thanksgiving dinner was fun. All our relatives would come with part of the dinner. Mom cooked the turkey. Someone else would bring a vegetable, salad, or dessert. And Aunt Helen, well, she was my favorite relative. She always brought the Whitman sampler. Everything in that sampler was delicious. And you know, my favorite chocolates back then are still my favorites every Thanksgiving. Whitman's Chocolates, a Thanksgiving tradition since 1842. You know, the new tax-free All Savers CDs have inspired a lot of interest among some people, and very little among others. Fact is, you don't have to be a millionaire to take advantage of them. If your household income is $25,000 or more, All Savers are really worth looking into. And once you do, you'll be surprised by the good news. Because finally, for a lot of working people, the All Savers CD is a terrific money-making, tax-saving opportunity. And Northwest Federal makes it very simple to understand and invest in. Our counselors can answer any of your questions at any Northwest Federal location or over the Northwest Federal All Savers Hotline at 286-1101. And they'll explain it in a language you don't have to be a LaSalle Street banker to understand. You can get nice gifts, too. Think about it. A Northwest Federal tax-free All Savers CD could well be just what you're looking for. So what do you say? It's Northwest Federal Savings Time, the tax savings place for me. An eclipse of the sun is a transitory thing. Even when total, the longest lasts perhaps eight minutes. 
But to anyone who has experienced it, it is a profound and shattering occurrence. It reaffirms the insignificance of man and the majesty of the universe. The most sophisticated of us is awed by it. How profound its effect must have been on ancient civilizations is easy to imagine. How profound it is to be on the characters in our story is yet to be revealed. What happened, Marcia? I don't know exactly, Hank. But you were with him. When he had the seizure? The heart attack. It, it didn't seem that serious at the time. Otherwise, I'd never have let him go down to the tomb. What, what time was this? It must have been around uh, uh, four o'clock, just shortly before the eclipse. I'd forgotten about it, and then when I remembered, I rushed out to try to stop him before it was too late. And... Well, what do you mean, too late? Oh, I, I don't know what I mean. I, I just had this, this mad idea... He shouldn't be in Teokan's tomb when the sun was was blotted out. But there are lights inside the excavation. Why, why would the eclipse bother him? You know the legend as well as I do. Teokan should be left in peace. And no one should even search for Mercegret's tomb. And no one must. Isn't what's happened proof enough? Are you trying to say that the statue that fell on my father and killed him was anything but... Just a terrible accident? Of course not. Except... Except what? Osiris, the sun god, was blinded. Forces of evil ruled the world those few brief moments. And perhaps history repeated itself. <laughs> you find that ridiculous to believe. Well, you are not born an Egyptian like me. You believe that sort of nonsense? I didn't say I did. But too many others may. And when a belief becomes pervasive enough, it can become a terrifying reality. Hank, we've got to face something. What? Your father, you, even myself, and Salem are interlopers. We are disturbing the dead. It's time we left them alone. And abandoned my father's life work? There are forces here beyond our comprehension. Dark, menacing threats that swirl up from beyond these ancient graves. Are you trying to suggest that my father's death was anything but just sheer accident? Hank, I only know I'm afraid. And that I was against this dig from the first. I begged Conrad not to start it. That it should be ended. Mercegret should be left in the tomb. If she is ever released, she could destroy all of us. A woman dead for 3,000 years. She was buried alive. And so by now she should be deader than anyone in the Egyptian necrology. A mummy could still be preserved, but Mercegret must long ago have crumbled to dust. Well, I'd like to complete the job for him. Hank, I beg you with all my heart, don't try. Let the dead past bury its dead. It's, it's too soon to make decisions. Just, just give me time to think. Hank. What is it? What is it, Marsha? I... I'm so terribly alone. It's only you now. Hold me. Don't. Don't, Marsha. You're too strong for that. And I'm having a hard time myself. We both loved him. You'll have to speak for yourself, Hank. You know who I loved. Don't drag that up again. Look, that was that was puppy love. It, it never meant anything. And I don't believe that. In the name of heaven, Marcia, that's all forgotten and dead. Your father is dead, Hank. We're the ones who are living now. Come in. Oh. It's you, Selim. Who were you expecting? I thought it was Hank. Ah, your son. He is not my son. Forgive me, your husband's son. He has gone down to the diggings. Is he ready to call an end to this exploration? It's too soon to tell. Why did he go to the diggings? I don't know. Perhaps to see where the accident happened. I don't think I understand your tone. Was it an accident? 
I thought you had some medicine to stop his heart. I gave it to him, but he insisted on going to the tomb. He must have had the heart attack there. I suppose your toppling the statue on him was a good idea. It washed out the chance of an autopsy having to be performed. I had nothing to do with this statue for him. What? Then who... I had supposed that you had contrived it. Me? I was here. I wasn't within a quarter of a mile of the tomb. It was pitch dark because of the eclipse. I couldn't have found my way. Why do you lie about it? We both wanted Conrad's death. Yes, but I had no part in it. The eclipse plunged me in darkness, too. Then how... Unless my husband stumbled into the statue somehow and dislodged it? Two and a half tons of solid rock, unlikely. If it wasn't you or me or Conrad, who else could it have been? You mean that Mercegret rose from the grave? Reincarnate. To live out the old curse. To relive the 3,000-year-old legend. Only this time, to bring it to the end she desired. Hey. Huh? Who's that? Oh, it's, it's me, Nash. What are you doing here? Oh, Hank. Uh, well, the tomb was open. Nobody around. I, I thought it was okay to come in. Well, there's been nobody working here since my father's death. Oh, I didn't mean to. I, I just... Why did you come in here? I... All my life, I've... I've dreamed of really being in a mistaba. An Egyptian tomb. I just couldn't resist. Yeah, this tomb of Teokans has just been re-excavated. That's what we've been working on. But it was excavated before. A long time ago. Yeah, that's right. By my father on an earlier expedition. That's... That's when he found the pottery shards with the legend. The legend? Yeah, about Teokon's wife, Mercegbet. Tell me about it. I uh, don't really think I'm in the mood for... Tell me about it, Hank. I want to hear what you know. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to clear my head anyway. Here, come on, let's go and sit on that slab over there. Somewhere around the year 780 B.C., in the 12th or 17th or whatever it was, dynasty, there was an Egyptian pharaoh named Teokhan. He was very rich, and, well, the way things were going, he was riding high. He'd combined the upper and lower kingdoms by his marriage to a princess from the other side, but she died. And in his later years, he married a young, ambitious fireball who had a strong desire for the pharaoh's son, Ankhotep. The son was only a couple of years younger than his father's new bride, and well, he liked her. Only he never would have done anything about it because of his father. But Mercegret's feelings were something else again. So she knocked off Daddy to get at the son. Only it backfired. How? Well... That's where we don't have the whole story. Apparently, the son didn't care for Mercegret all that much, or he'd gotten over the spell, so for whatever reason, he dumped her. Mercegret? Yeah. How? He dug another tomb, or Mustaba, because she had killed his father. He had her buried there, alive. And it's her tomb you're looking for. My father was. But you're not going to continue? Huh. What's the point? She was buried in it with nothing but herself and the casket. Plain stone. Unornamented. There's no reason to exhume her, really. Except to clear up a 3,000-year-old mystery. I don't agree. What do you mean? The story isn't finished. Not half finished, the way you tell it. Wasn't there a curse of some sort? From Mercegret? Yes. Well, that's not wholly substantiated. It's just inferred from the potsherds and 
some hints in the hieroglyphics here in Teocon's Mastaba. Isn't the curse written above her burial place? No, well, we don't know. We've never found it yet. Look, wh- wh- why are you so interested in all this, Nish? Because I have to be. We have to be. Look, I... I I'm wa- going to tell you what happened 3,000 years ago. So that at last you will know the truth. And I beg you to help me to live instead of die. Well, die? What are you talking about, Nash? I'm marked for death. Only you can save me. Look, I have enough trouble without any crazy notions from you, no matter what they are. Look, we, we'd better get out of here and return to plain life. We can't, till a lot of things get settled. Oh, don't you see that, Hank? Come on. The cards are on the table. You have to know the whole story of the legend. And you're the one who knows it? I'd better. My life is on the line. What does that mean? If you don't listen to me, I might be dead. What are you trying to say? I don't want to complete the curse. What do you know about it? Come back 3,000 years. I can tell you how it really was. And I hope to make you believe. So that at last, we can all have peace. Who is this strange girl who came from America, driven by a secret and special dream... And what is her intimate knowledge of an Egyptian mystery buried over 3,000 years? Is she hinting that she, Hank, his father, and his stepmother are all creatures of reincarnation? I shall return shortly with Act 3. The Bell System presents Miss Ella Fitzgerald. Talk to the children. snowmobiles for suspiciously low prices. I went over to investigate. Hello, officer. Uh, just noticing that big sign in the front window. Oh, the one that says save up to $500 on a new Kawasaki snowmobile? Yeah. I figure with prices that low, this stuff's got to be hot. Well, we're making deals so hot, they're going to set the snow on fire. <laughs> hey, I think you better level with me, fella. Yes, sir. Right now, while supplies last, you can save up to $500 on a brand new 1980 or 81 Kawasaki snowmobile. You mean this whole thing's completely legit? Officer, is there something you're trying to tell me? Yeah, I think it's a crime. Anytime you can save up to $500 on a new Kawasaki snowmobile and you don't do it, I think it's a crime. Well, then, how about this sled right here? You got a deal. Just give me a call when you get the siren and a flashing lights installed. Yes, officer. Kawasaki left the good time Psychosis. Now, there's a fascinating word. It describes the passing of a soul into the body of another. Transmigration. Or, more simply, reincarnation. And it was a doctrine subscribed to, a belief profound among the ancient Egyptians. Perhaps if you are suspending your disbelief in this tale, you could be convinced as strongly as our young American girl who is learning to accept her recall of the past and the history of forgotten kings and queens. Come on, Nish. I don't know what's got you all shook up, but it's time we got out of here. Not until I tell you the story. What story? The story of all of us that began 3,000 years ago. Hey, I don't think there's enough oxygen in here. We'd better get out. Not until I bring the past alive to show you that for all of us it is being repeated again. Your father... The pharaoh 
Your stepmother, his young wife. You, the prince and Hotep. And me, the condemned Nishtari. Listen as time unfolds. And remember how it was then. No, Mercicret, no. I will not go to war with the Upper Kingdom. But Teokhan, Setsat has advised you. They have full granaries to be ravished and stores of gold to be plundered. I do not attack my brothers because they are more fortunate than I. We have enough to sustain us. We have little gold and precious stones to line our tombs to carry to the afterworld. So be it. The gods will welcome us for ourselves and not the riches we come bearing. He was very kind and gentle, this pharaoh Teokan. But his young bride was ambitious and grasping. She was not only anxious for power and plunder, but for something even more lustful to satisfy her passions. Oh, isn't it glorious? What, Queen Mother? The rain, Ankhotep. I welcome it here in our dry country. Doesn't it excite you? I welcome it, yes. The earth needs it. That's all. It doesn't stimulate you, thrill you with a promise of fulfillment? I don't know. Should it? Does anything thrill you with a promise of fulfillment anymore? I don't know what you mean. You know very well what I mean. I used to when I first came to this court. That was before you were married to my father. And now am I so far beyond your reach? You are my father's wife. My mother. The first is true, not the second. We are almost the same age. What are you suggesting? I was given in marriage to your father. I would have preferred you, the son. You must be mad, Mercer even the thoughts you are expressing could lead to death. Not so long as they remain a secret shared between us, Ankhotep. A secret I cannot share. You are my father's wife. There can be nothing between us but my respect for you as the queen mother. I hope you're very sure of that. I am. I respect and revere my father. He is the living symbol of Egypt. But if he should die? The pharaoh Teokon is in the prime of life. He has many years ahead to spread his glory and his fame. If Teokan had been allowed to live out his allotted span. But Mercer Gret had other ideas. As did her evil brother, Setsut. You sent for me, Majesty. We are alone. No need to stand on ceremony. Setsut. He must go. The pharaoh? Who else? Because you cannot have the son without him gone. That is my affair. There's more. Far more at stake than that. You wish to have the magic word to unleash our armies against the other kingdom. Ah, yes. If I were seated in the throne of power, you could have it. There is a son to succeed him. Let me take care of the son after I have taken care of the father. In the prime of his life, the pharaoh, Teokan, fell sick of a lingering fever that none of the palace healers could identify. It was at that same time that the prince, Ankhotep, succumbed to a malady just as fatal. In a last diplomatic effort to forge better relations between the upper and lower kingdoms, the Princess Nishtari was sent as a delegate to the throne of Teokan. Her mission was more successful than could ever have been dreamed because... Nishtari. Yes, Angotep? I love you. I love you, too. If we were to marry, our kingdoms would be united. Next to having you as my husband, that would be my dearest wish. I wish it could be so. Are you afraid your father would object? <laughs> no. Not my father. You mean that woman he married 
You knew all along, didn't you? You were trying to hide these weapons of destruction. Since you are dying, I will admit it. And my wife was in this with you? We both believe the same cause. You, you poisoned me somehow. Why not? You come here to our world, remembering its ancient glory. We know that glory, too, and we feel it must rise again. But not on, on terms of terrorists. We're not allowed. Too late. At least my death will look like nothing more than a sad accident. I promise you I can arrange that before the tomb is closed. <laughs> I mean, how can I prove any of this? How much did you really see? Enough to call Salem a murderer and your stepmother an accomplice. Now, did you see Salem topple the statue? No, not actually. I, I was hiding. How could we prove my stepmother poisoned him? An autopsy. No, could... no, it's too late. My father was cremated by his own request. Look down in Mercegret's tomb. That arsenal of weapons in a tomb that was supposed to be empty. And those weapons aren't 3,000 years old. That is quite correct, Miss <gasps> They are modern weapons, and we have a use for them. We? Your father's wife and myself. Marcia. I'd hoped it wouldn't come to this, Hank. If you hadn't rejected me, it might all have been handled so simply. You're in with this terrorist? I was born in this part of the world. My roots are here. They go back a long way. 3,000 years. Salem, how are we going to dispose of them? Get them out of here first. I have men who would lose them in the desert and protect our secret. Uh, first catch you here, then cook it. No, Hank, don't! Gotta take don't. a chance! had something to do with it? I think they had. Somebody prompted me to be... Well, what would you call it? Clairvoyant? Whatever they did, I'll settle for it. Also that the past is dead. Well, let's take a good, long, happy look at where we go from here, Nishtari. I don't want to hear any of those old names again. Okay, I'm with you. From now on, you're Vanessa. Also known as, I hope, Mrs. Hank Theodore. As soon as it possibly can be arranged. Can it be true that all of us, somehow, are incarnations restored from a past life? Many people believe profoundly in this. A large body of scientific research can implement the belief. And some of the world's most widespread religions subscribe to this faith. I can't give you any answers. I never try to. I bring you the stories as I find them. You decide what they mean. Excuse me. Uh -huh. What would you do if every week for the rest of your life, Kodak handed you a thousand dollars? Oh, I'd buy a new car. I'd buy four cars. I... You can win $1,000 a week for life in the Kodak Get Set for Life sweepstakes. Look for details in this Sunday's newspaper or at your participating photo dealer. No purchase necessary and entries must be received by February 1st. I can go to Bermuda. 
Could I buy Bermuda? The Kodak gets set for life sweepstakes. Void in Wisconsin and where prohibited, you must be 18 or older to enter. I've never fancied myself as much of a cook, but I can bake a wonderful homemade pie. And my secret is Pet Ritz frozen pie shells. I found them one day in my grocer's freezer, and I've been baking pies ever since. I just fill a pie shell with fruit and pop it in the oven. My friends can't figure out how I can be such an average cook and bake such wonderful pies. But Pet Ritz pie shells make it easy. All you do is fill and bake with Pet Ritz frozen pie shells. This is what happened to Larry, another reader. Or is it victim of Raven House Mysteries? I was at the bus stop reading the latest Raven House paperback when a lady walked by. She seemed familiar, like I knew her from somewhere. I followed her. She started to run, and I lost her in the crowd. The next day, I saw her again in the supermarket. Our eyes met over the lettuce. I said, Sarah, you're supposed to be dead. <laughs> Raven House mysteries are so engrossing, you can't help but let the mystery take over your life. It was a little embarrassing. I, I had her confused with the character in my Raven House mystery. Raven House publishes new mysteries every month. Which one will claim you as its victim? If you're clever enough, you'll find Raven House mysteries wherever paperbacks are sold. <laughs> One last comment on a strange story. Work was begun again on Mercigret's tomb, and it became an international story that hidden in it were enough weapons to have catapulted the Middle East into a catastrophic war. Lost in the headlines, and even in the small print, was the fact that in the small sarcophagus buried there, whoever had occupied it was a handful of dust. Our cast included Paul Hecht, Terry Keene, Jada Rowland, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Raven House Paperback Mysteries. This is E.G. Marshall, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.